In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, choose like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I am Remy. And I am Emily. And today we have a scoop du jour and a dear DST. Yes, we do. But first, are you subscribed to Back for Seconds? If you want access to ad-free DST episodes a day early and regular bonus episodes with Sammy and Aileen, go to subscribe.betches.com and join the fun. Yeah, you won't regret it. Our scoop du jour today is very interesting. I did not know about this and you sent it to me last night. Yeah. So this, I I just think is so interesting on multiple levels. So I had to read up about this because I did not understand what was happening. But Mm -hmm. basically, the classic Queen song, Fat Bottomed Girls, is being dropped from the group's newest greatest hits collection. Mm -hmm. This greatest hits collection is being released on Yodo, which is a kid's streaming platform. Okay. And before we get into the whole fat bottom girls thing, mm-hmm. I wanted to read this to you. Yeah. So Yodo is a kid streaming platform and audio player. It's aimed at introducing music to a younger audience. Okay. Obviously, this is age appropriate music that they're trying to introduce to a younger audience. Mm-hmm. Yodo partnered with Warner Music Group so that some of the their pop, rock, and soul artists would be made available on Yodo's music player for kids. The company creates cards, what it calls the cartridges the player uses to play content, from a carefully selected and curated group of artists, all of which will be suitable for young users. It sounds like a hit clips, first yeah, of all. Yeah, it does. Like the cartridges. Yeah. The, it's just an audio player. There's no but screen. But hit clips was only like 15 seconds of song. You're right. Remember? It wasn't the full song. Yeah. It was like... 20 seconds of bye, bye, bye. With like five hit clips on your keychain. <laughs> Just listen to them in rotation. Did you have them? I didn't, but I would listen to like my friends on the bus. Yeah, I forgot that it wasn't even the full song. That's so, that's hilarious. Um, Yoda describes its music player as a way to access the best kids audio without being exposed to ads, unsuitable content, or racking up too much screen time. The player doesn't have a screen. So Queen is releasing a greatest hits album on this, but obviously this is for children. Mm -hmm. So I think the controversy around fat bottom girls being included is because it's sexually suggestive. Yeah. Okay. So when you first sent it to me, I didn't realize that it was like a kid's issue. I thought it was a censorship of like, it was not body positive or whatever. And I was like, wait, this is such a body positive song. Like it's, they're talking about like how much they love fat bottom girls and they make the world go round and stuff. And 
they, I mean, they probably don't have bicycle race on Yodo either because Fat Bottom Girls is mentioned in Bicycle Race. Okay, good point. I didn't check on that, but they mentioned they mentioned the album art for it, and apparently the original album art on the single was a naked woman on a bicycle, mm. and then after the fact they have since added underwear to it like to make it more appropriate (laughs) because that makes it so much more appropriate but like to me the lyrics and I mean I wrote down some of these lyrics no it makes sense to me she was such a naughty nanny well okay you don't want kids thinking about their nanny that way I don't think it's literally talking about someone's nanny. You think I don't they're, know. They're talking about like someone's grandmother with a fat ass. It said something, woman, you made a bad boy out of me. <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, I have them written down. I have them written down. Left alone with big fat fanny. She was such a naughty nanny. Heap big woman. You made a bad boy out of me. Yeah. Okay. So while the song technically doesn't use any explicit language, the cover of the single featured a completely naked woman riding a bicycle. Yes. Underwear was later edited on later pressings. Yes. And, you know, the lyrics are suggestive. But then... That sounds like this naughty nanny took his virginity. Okay, but don't you think when you were under a certain age, that shit just flew right over your head? A thousand percent. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's a girl on TikTok where it's like little, little girl going, what it is, ho, what's up? And her mom goes, what it is, who? And she's like, ho. And she's like... Uh huh. Like, but it's like she probably thinks of it as like ho ho ho. Like it's just a sound, right? Like she might not even associate it with like no women. She definitely any- doesn't. Yeah, yeah. She's a six year old. What it is? How it's kind of like in songs when they go like stop a doing instead of stop doing. Like to fill time. Like they add the uh sure to exactly. Like, she, she thinks might just it's think just it's a, a noise. sound. Yeah. What it is? <laughs> Hup. What's up? You know, like what it is? Bam. Like that. <laughs> Um, no, I don't think kids would realize it at all. But no, I but I understand the general. I understand. Yeah. Okay. I'm going back and forth about it. Okay, because I I was thinking to myself like, what about you know, Kids Bop takes songs that are. I was literally just gonna say, Kids Bop has a version of WAP. Okay, that is are you kidding me? Wings and pizza. No. Yes. Yes, I'm eating some wings and pizza. And it's like... like just inc- don't include the no, song. No, but it goes it goes something like 11 days a week. We, why 11? Why did we change 7 to 11? Yeah. I'm eating wings and pizza. Because it's 11 days a week. Why? <laughs> Wait, no, seriously. Why, though? I'm eating wings and pizza. That's hilarious. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, Kids Bop does versions of popular songs that some of them I don't even find to be inappropriate. But um, this song is about fucking. Okay. But no, oh, but listen won't you to my- take me home tonight? <laughs> but kids don't know what that means. Right. Like, okay, I shudder at the thought of me, this is a real memory, uh-huh. in the car with my father, mm-hmm. Maroon 5 comes on, and I'm singing along, keep her coming every night. Oh, yeah. I thought she was just coming over. Same. To have pizza to and wings. Yeah. 11 days a week. <laughs> 11 days a week. Um, So, like, you know, th- we've been doing, we've been including this stuff on kids' bop albums, but, like, kind of changing the lyrics. So, like, could they have included this song? Th- this song is so iconic. Mm. Like, this is, like, one of their top four Known songs, I sure. think. 
you know, it's like this Bohemian Rhapsody, Ride My Bicycle, or Bicycle, whatever that song bicycle is called. Bicycle Race, yeah. And um, Another One Bites the Dust. Another One Bites the Dust. Like, those uh, are like the top four, right? Under Pressure. Sure. We Are the Champions. We Are the Champions. Yeah. Okay, they got a lot of hits. They got, they a, got lot a lot of, of hits. hits. But yeah. they, it's up there. It's up there. So, like, could we have included it? And because this is my reasoning. I actually think it's great to have like some kind of outspoken anthem about people with big butts, like <laughs> different body types. Like kids love the song Baby Got Back. Oh my God. I tried to perform it at a camp talent show when I was nine years old. And <laughs> we literally stayed up all night going through because it was, you couldn't look up the lyrics. So we, listen to it over and over and over again and we're writing it down writing it down writing it down yeah wait was it a lip sync or a um a musical (sighs) number like were you i think it was a lip sync i'm not sure actually but i remember after we had gotten it down uh the camp director came and she said you can't do this we were like why and she was like because it's objectifying this woman and we were like "Uh, what does that mean what does that even mean (laughs) That that's so upsetting. So you stayed up all night mm-hmm. learning this song and we you weren't even able to perform it. Yeah. I had a similar experience at camp uh, actually <laughs> with the black eyed peas. Let's get it started. Boy, they. But not the radio Boy, version. They. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a different time, people. And <laughs> it was a weird time. I was not allowed to perform that dance. Um, you know, and I agree. I agree. I agree with both of them. Like, it's good that there's no video footage of me doing that. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So some things we should be censoring. And maybe, yeah, Remy at nine being like little in the middle, but you got much back is like. Not necessary. It's a little much. It's a little bit much. My anaconda, like, no. (laughs) I have, I mean, I have good um, associations with that song. And I like, it's crazy that I didn't pick up on the sexual nature of it until much, much later. so sexual. When you were younger, did you... um, like the song. I mean, clearly you liked the song if you wanted to perform it at camp. Yeah. But did you like it? Because it was like, kind of like, was it just a fun song to you or did you pick up on any body positive messaging in it? I think it was just a fun song. It's undeniably yeah. a fun song. Yeah. But I, I'm wondering like at what point people started turning it into like, oh, he's showing appreciation for a, a fuller figured lady, yeah. you know? Yeah. But again, and we've said this many times, it's still in the conventional little in the middle but she's got right like it's still like proportions oh he reads the measurements too it's like 36 24 36 only if she's 5 3 you know and those are still very hourglassy that's a tiny waist yeah that's like you're curvy but you still fit into a very very acceptable but i mean that's a tiny body Mm -hmm. it's a coke bottle body as they would say coke bottle yeah, you never heard that before? No. Oh, like the glass one? Yeah, not like a two liter bottle. Yeah. I think it, it, it refers to like the little glass bottles. Yeah. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. 
Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Small's to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. 
Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights, and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. I, I just needed to bring this up, so I even made a note of it because I, I, I didn't want to forget it. Yeah. They included a version of Baby Got Back on the Alvin and the Chipmunks soundtrack in one of the movies. Yeah. So, like, I don't know... Like, are we really protecting the children by not including Fat Bottom Girls, which is an iconic song? I just, I value my music education so much. And I just feel like. Yeah. When it comes to kids, I don't know. Because again, they do. It, those songs did fly over a lot of our yeah. heads. That being said, anytime um, Next Too Close would come on at a, at a <laughs> like a bar mitzvah or whatever, I would be like, are they singing about boners? You know, like I knew. So I don't know. At a certain point, you At cross over. At a certain over. point, you cross over. Yeah. They just don't want the kids to be crossing over too early. Right. And I, when you first sent it, I thought it was just like, oh, they're re-releasing greatest hits in general. And Fat Bottom Girls won't be there because that's not acceptable anymore or something like that. Yeah, well, so that that's not, I I think it's more about what's appropriate for, for children, children to be yeah. hearing, but I don't know. I just feel like that there's so many problematic things on, and, and you know, they have to cover their ass too. This streaming platform has to cover their ass to a certain degree. Do you know what song they let kids listen to all the time? And uh, Lil Nas X even performed it for like a whole room of children is Old Town Road. And Old Town Road I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. Are you going to turn this song into something sexual? It is. No. It is. I thought it was about riding a horse through an Old Town Road. What I've heard is I'm going to take my horse to the hotel room. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. So he changed. So, okay. So he took that and he's kind of like veiling it yeah. as something else. Wow. wow that's some josie and the pussycat shit how oh like the subliminal, the subliminal messages, messages. <laughs> you guys have you seen josie and the pussycats um, if you haven't take a watch it's you need so to good. very prolific movie great music too really good yeah why can't you pretend to be nice oh, that was so good and then it took six whole hours and five long days ah oh, god what i want to start boy a band, band in that Oh, it had a ridiculous name. It was like, distract. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> no, even their songs were good. We digress. The internet was kind of ablaze the past couple days over this because a lot of people were saying like, oh, this is like woke culture gone crazy. I feel like people use that word to like, it, it's almost it's meaningless so, now. No, they make it so derogatory it as is, well. Yeah, it is. And I don't think that's what's going on no, here. It's, wokeness was supposed to be like, oh, you're awoken to like the injustices going around. Like, right. Like, what does that have to do with fat bottom girls? Fat bottom girls? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Unless it's like, oh, you're awoken to the fact that like people in bigger bodies have a tougher time. For sure. Okay. But yeah. then if we're talking about a, a song that celebrates that, then like, 
what's the problem? It's also, um, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. just a bit of fun. And it's like, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a, I think it's an important song. Yeah. Especially I think at that time, straight bodies were so the prevalent, 70s. the seventies, way officially thin, you know, like it would really be crazy. nice if you had a big ass to hear that you were appreciated for that thing. Truly. I, why do you think everyone was so skinny in the seventies? Was it because like more people were on Coke. I don't know. I've, I've thought about this. Like whenever I see a, a picture of somebody's parents from the 70s, they're all it, like the husband and wife, the mom and dad are like sharing each other's T-shirts. Yeah. And they're so tiny. And um, I just wonder if, you know, people were skiing a lot back then. Skiing. If you catch I my drift. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is just sad. And please DM me with your opinion about yeah, this. Yeah, you could DM me too. There are songs that Mika came out with recently called Big Girls, and that was like oh, amazing yeah. and super body positive. There was a song, It's Cuffing Season. I think it's called Big Boy. Um, yeah, yeah. And that was like seen as like a body positive song. And then they made a gender flip version. But instead of saying, I need a big girl, they said, I need a thick girl. And people were like, why can't she just be big? Why does it, wait, it have to be Isn't that the this? same thing? Mm. Is there a slight differentiation? Kind of like... Um, I could be wrong, but... An hourglass and a pear. Exactly. It's like a, there's a slight differentiation. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, why can't it just be proudly like, I want a big girl. A big, big girl. girl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Not knowing that much about the situation. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think there just need to be more songs in general that celebrate different types of bodies. And, and by that, I don't mean... 36, 24, 36. Cause that's, only if she's 5'3". Only if she's 5'3", though. <laughs> <laughs> Not if she's any taller than that. Because if she's taller than that, then that's like... Yuck. No. No. Wait, if she's taller than 5'3", I, I feel like there's a whole other conversation to be had over, like, does that... Wh- why? Because if, you, if your measurements are the same at, um, let's say... Well, maybe she wouldn't be... You wouldn't be as curvy. Yeah, you wouldn't have as big of a butt, maybe. Oh, it's and you want, you want the baby to have back. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. You know what? I think we should move on. All right, let's do. We have a dear DST, and it goes a little like this. Hi, Remy and Emily. I have a predicament that I would love to get some guidance on. I am the oldest of three siblings, as I have one younger brother and one younger sister. My sister and I are seven years apart, me being 27 and her being 20. Throughout our entire childhoods, our mother has been obsessed with weight and diet culture. We both distinctly remember eating Special K with our mom for breakfast, 100-calorie packed snacks, amongst constant conversations surrounding what she believes her perfect body would look like if she lost just 10 to 20 more pounds. Between most of our childhoods and adolescent years, both of us struggled with having issues with severe disordered eating and my sister most recently over the past two years being diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Hey, girl. Now, as we are entering, have entered adulthood, my sister and I have reached a great place in our recovery as we are happier, healthier, and have learned to create some boundaries when it comes to our body image conversations with our mother. Awesome. Love that. Recently, my mother has made comments to me about her concerns about my sister's boyfriend potentially breaking up with her because she had gained weight. For context, my sister has gained some weight over the past year and a half due to her anti-depression medication. I have kept this information away from my younger sister as I did not want it to trigger her. However, last night, my sister informed me that my mother has been making comments about my weight and how I am getting heavier than what I used to be a year ago. I recently got married in December and my mother 
knew how much I tried to distance myself from diet culture and conversations surrounding shredding for the wedding, as I myself refused to do. As I received this news from my sister, I felt compelled to then tell her about my mother's comments about her relationship and weight gain. Both of us felt extremely betrayed by our mom, hurt, and the topic of gossip in our own mother's mouth. I feel so torn. Did I betray my mother's trust by being honest with my sister? In the moment of receiving the news about what my mom has been saying behind my back, I felt my sister deserved to know the truth that I'm not the only one being fat shamed by our own mom. How can we both get our mother to understand that there is more to her daughters than just their physical bodies? Any tips on how to approach her in a way that gets her to see her daughters have more to offer than just physical appearance? Signed, Big Sis Betch. Oh, it's this is unfortunately super relatable um, with everything that we've talked about with almond moms and pressures that that can be put on us by our parents to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. First of all, this question at the end, did I betray my mother's trust by being honest with my sister? No, absolutely you not. Yeah, absolutely not. That's why you have siblings. Yeah, I am so firm to in talk this. shit on your mom. To no. talk <laughs> no, seriously, though, no. you and your siblings are the only people who truly understand what it was like and what it is yes. like to be raised by those particular people. They have the same experiences as you. Yes. And and some different ones. But like those people get you. Mm hmm. You are supposed to be able to gossip with that. I mean, that is the whole point of having a sibling is so that you can look at each other and be like, can you believe this bitch said yeah. this? No, for support. Yes. I, I I think it's, you didn't betray your mom. No. Absolutely not. However. She betrayed you guys. I mean, the fact that she thinks that they don't talk to each other is hilarious. Yeah. Also, like, yeah. she's going to tell you that your sister looks like she's heavier and she's going to tell your sister you look like you're heavier in, in like what seems like a really derogatory way for both of you. I think what she's doing is you guys have both made boundaries being like, don't talk to me about my weight. So she's like, I'm going to circumnavigate this. I'll talk to I'll this one about that one. But also in talking to this one about that one, she's going to understand that this one is also gaining weight. Like, right. So she'll be saying to you, oh, well, your sister looks heavier. And then maybe you'll take into account, oh, well, I am heavier. So mm. even though she's not directly saying this to me, I know what she's saying. Yeah. Yes. She's being very sneaky about it, but sneaky not really because you guys talk to each other, obviously. Yeah. If it were me, I, I might not have told my sister that my mom said this about her just because it's like, I don't know. How is that information empowering her? Because, you know, like at first you say you didn't tell your sister that she said this, but then your sister came to you and said, well, she's actually talking about you. And then it turned yeah, into this whole that's session. That's why she did it. She was like, oh, wait, she said it about me. Well, she's saying it about you, too. Like, yeah, I know. I mean, what she says, my sister deserved to know the truth that I'm not the only one being fat shamed. Mm -hmm. I don't know if. I don't know if she really deserved to know the truth, but I do think now that you both know the truth, you can tag team and you can approach this as a team. And yeah. that and that could be more effective than doing it yeah. individually. And be so, like, Mom, this still falls in line with what we said not to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, and then I, she's I, like, oh, my God, how did you figure this out? <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I thought know I was you guys being, had a line of communication. I thought I was being so smart. Yeah. <laughs> 
Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I think she needs a taste of her own medicine um, a little bit. Like, I think you guys need to make a pact that the next time she says something about the other one's weight, Mm -hmm. you shut it down. Mm -hmm. You defend the other person. Yeah. Just in the way that you guys are allowed to gossip yeah. about your mom. I think you guys like really need to band together and stand up for each other and and um, and shut it down when you hear her talking about the other one. Yeah, I'm curious about what the responses were before you both knew because it's like she is still talking about weight to somebody who has been like, hey, don't talk about this with me, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, it's like, if I don't want, like, l- let's say you were talking to me about weight and I set a boundary with you. I was like, Remy, I can't, like, I can't have these conversations about my weight. I really don't like yeah. it. But then you're, so then you're like, oh, okay, totally. I respect your boundary. But then you come to me and say, Andy looks really thin <laughs> these <laughs> yeah. days. It's yeah. like, well, I, That's I thought I made myself about clear. Weight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's, it's a weird, um. It's a weird one-to-one. With, with Andy, you look fantastic. Yeah, like that would definitely make me feel just as bad if I had already set the boundary. Totally. Um, I, I think the best way that I can think of is to reinforce the boundary when it comes to each other. Mm-hmm. Because you both don't like it. You both think it's inappropriate. And it, it hurts both your feelings. So you can speak for the other person. And and I mean, your little sister. You yeah. can speak up for your little sister and your little sister can speak up for you. I just really hate, and this isn't advice, it's just a reaction. I just really hate the whole narrative of like her boyfriend is going to break up with her because of her body. Yeah. I mean, it's so frustrating to hear things like that because it's just feeding into the patriarchy. Well, it's also, it shows where the mom's headspace is that she thinks if she were to gain weight, that somebody would break up with her. Like she Mm -hmm. doesn't feel valuable enough and she can't understand that. Like this is the part that hurts me is how can we make her understand that there's more to her daughters than just our physical appearance? Like 
the boyfriend probably knows that, you know, he probably loves his girlfriend because he's like, oh, she's funny. She's fun. We've got the same interests, whatever. Like, sure, he's attracted to her, too. But the mom doesn't seem to be understanding that there's other aspects. No, I don't think she does. And I think this is one of those times where it might not be worth it to try to to make her understand that there's more to you than your physical appearance. That should be something that is just innate. And if she if if she only values you got well, listen. All right. I'm gonna take a step back for a sec. Okay. I'm sure she does value you for more than your mm-hmm. physical appearance. I I'm sure that she doesn't just see her daughters as two pretty little dolls. I, I'm sure she does. She's your mom. She loves you. But she has been brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And she does believe that um, the most important thing is the way that you look. And that ties in directly to weight for her. And so I, I don't think you can ever talk her out of that thinking. Mm-hmm. I think if she wants to break free from that thinking, it's going to take a lot more than her daughters being like, we're more than just our bodies. Because she knows that. She'd probably respond like, yeah, of course, I, I know you she doesn't value those other things as much. Not, well, it seems like she doesn't value them as much because she brings, she's constantly bringing up the body and, yeah. and the, the weight stuff and saying that her daughter's boyfriend's going to break up with her if, if she gains some weight. So I just don't think, I don't think it's worth your time to try to talk her out of that frame of thinking. I think the most that you can do and what you definitely should do is keep reinforcing the boundaries when it comes to her making comments about the other sister. Yeah. Because but it's also, hurtful. Like if you want to talk about your other accomplishments or whatever and be like, hey, Thank you for saying I look great, but did you know that I did this this week? Or you know, like just tell them other things that you are proud of yourself for. Mm-hmm. And even if it doesn't resonate with them, at least you've vocalized that there are other things that you are proud of yourself about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's important too because I think sometimes this this has happened to me before. I think that one of my parents like doesn't care about something. So I won't bring it up. Mm. Like for a really long time, I thought that my parents really didn't care about what I was doing professionally. So I just wouldn't bring it up. So then they became frustrated because they were like, what is this secret life that you're living? Like, why don't you ever share anything about your professional life? And I just didn't think they cared. I just didn't think they understood or cared or or really wanted to know more. Um, So it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I think, yes, you can start more conversations about other things that you're accomplishing in your life that have nothing to do with your body. Mm -hmm. And then maybe she will then show more of an interest because you brought it up, because you kind of sparked that fire already. Yeah, I um, I recently was with a friend and her parent, and the parent showed me this mug that she had given them, and it was like, the world sucks, but at least you have attractive kids. And <laughs> they thought it was like the funniest thing in the world. I mean, I could think it's kind of funny. Right, and I go, but you'd still love them if they weren't attractive, right? Silence. Crickets. Silence. And then I said it again, like, but you'd still love them if they weren't attractive. Eh. And it's like, what? Like, why? Just from like a 
Freudian thing. Why do you need to find your kid attractive? Well, I always thought that people just found their kids attractive. Like, you know, people with ugly babies, they think their baby is the most beautiful baby on the planet. Yeah, you have to to keep it alive. Right. That thing is loud. But then, obviously, I know it's a little more complicated than that once the kids grow up and Mm -hmm. you're um, reinforcing all these body standards onto them. I, I do understand that. But of course, your parents would love you just as much. They would just probably like see you through rose-tinted glasses, as I'm sure all our parents kind of do. For me, I just think if mom keeps going back to this way of thinking, mm-hmm. this manner of speaking to you, at a certain point, there's no point in trying to change her. She's a grown woman. What you can do and what you can control is um, the boundary that you've already set Mm -hmm. and making it very, very clear that you're not interested in hearing her thoughts about your sister's weight gain, Mm -hmm. about your brother's weight, if that's coming into play at all, Mm -hmm. um, and that your sister has no interest in hearing about your weight because it's violating the boundary that you already set. Yeah. But very clever, mom. Very clever. Very nice. Very nice try. Trying but you to can circumvent. do this with other topics, too. You know, like there are certain topics that my parents want to bring up. And I go, no, I'm not talking about that. Do they react like, oh, OK, Remy? Well, like, they'll, they'll be like, but what about? And I'm like, that's fine. Just talk to somebody else. You know, like. <laughs> uh-huh. And they're fine or, with it. Or they sometimes don't... I'll get whipped up into the frenzy. And I'm like, yes, let's gossip. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, there are certain things that you're like, these conversations don't serve us. We know where they're going. We know your opinion at this point. Yeah. You're my mom. You're my dad. Like, I know where you're coming from. But I don't I don't need to subject myself to it. And neither do these sisters. And yeah, protect each other. Protect each other. You're all each other has. And, <laughs> um, you know. And thanks for writing to us. Thanks for writing us. Thanks for trusting us with this information. Send this to your mom. No. Uh, or don't. Don't. Probably a bad idea. You guys, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And of course, follow me at Lubination. Follow me at Remy Casimir. And of course, we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.